Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first official episode of the Healthy Christian Project. So this is a podcast where we're going to be discussing a variety of things when it comes to our bodies, our health, fitness, nutrition, and God's view, God's plan on the bodies based on the Bible, based on his word, based on biblical principles. Today, though, I wanted to discuss my own testimony, my own experiences, and what brought me back to God. This is quite a story, so let's start from the beginning. I grew up in a Christian household with two very faithful parents and a younger brother. We would go to church quite often. Um, Every week, we'd actually go to church we go to a Protestant church, and it is a Middle Eastern background. So with the Eastern context, um, it was an Arabic church, Protestant, and it was very traditional conservative. Um, so I grew up there. We'd go to Sunday school every week, and I grew up very knowledgeable about the Bible. In fact, in elementary school, I was often called the the Bible freak or the the one who knew everything i always had all the answers to all the questions which was strange that they called me the bible freak because it was a catholic school uh, but you know what anyways with with education these days what are you going to do so growing up in a catholic school i was the one who seemed to be most knowledgeable about the bible i knew what books were in the Old Testament and what books were in the New Testament. And my parents were very proud of me back then um, for everything I knew. And and my dad always shares a story. One time he was coming to pick me up um, from school and the secretary called him into the office and she told him, are you Ely's dad? And he said, yes, is everything okay? And she's like, I have something to tell you about your son. And at that point, he thought I was going to be in trouble. And she said, your son is so polite and such a compassionate kid. And he has so much potential for his future. Now, I'm not sharing this with you because of pride. Obviously, I was I was eight years old. I don't think I can I can still possibly be proud of such a thing. But that's what others saw and thought of me. Now, just because you have knowledge of the faith doesn't make you necessarily a faithful human. And I mean, as a kid, I had lots of knowledge, but I wasn't really that deep into my own relationship with God. And that extended throughout my teenage years. Entering high school, I developed a very bad, crippling, you could say, addiction to pornography. I was introduced to pornography at the age of 10 years old and became almost dependent on it every day, sometimes multiple times a day. I would watch and allow my heart and my mind to fall into these this evilness. And so not only did I become dependent on pornography, but I also became attached to that lifestyle. 
everyone in high school still knew me as the religious kid. But I was not religious. I had no relationship with God. I had attached myself to a secular, immoral lifestyle and fell deep, deep, deep into sin. My view of my body and women and sex and all these things became twisted, corrupt, immoral, and evil, and against God's views, which are holy and sanctifying and pure. I completely shifted away from God and shifted towards the culture and the people of this day. That porn addiction drove me further and further into sin. And I've done so many things in high school that I'm still deeply ashamed of and deeply, deeply regretful of. And as I fell deeper into sin, I also started to try to find a relationship with a girl. And of course, at this point, my view of relationships was for the physical intimacy more than any other intimacy. And so looking for that relationship, I was looking almost for a physical partner when I was in my teenage years. And that led me even more astray from God. Everyone knew me. I used to be known as the religious kid. And now in high school, I was known as the guy who talks to several girls at once. The guy who flirts with everybody he meets. And so I kept on falling further and further from God. And one day I got close to entering a relationship with a, a very innocent and beautiful girl. However, due to my flirting with another girl at that time, I accident it wasn't even an accident. I, I ended up breaking her heart and then realizing how much that hurt me in turn. And that's what led me into drugs. In order to ease the pain of how much I hurt another human being, that I genuinely did care about, but not enough to, to love her and cherish her, I turned to weed and I started smoking. And my parents didn't know this, and they I don't think they know this to this day. They still don't know I smoked. And not only did I smoke, but I also drank. And it started off very light. I'd smoke maybe one time a week with a friend, and then two times a week, and three times, four times, then I'd start smoking every single day. And then I would smoke several times a day. When I came into my university years, I developed friends who I would smoke with several times a day. And our main connecting point was getting high and smoking. That's how far off I fell from God. That's where I, my life brought me. I was drinking in the daytime getting drunk, and then smoking immediately after. Still addicted to pornography, still in my sinful ways, but just going further and further and further away from God. And you know what? The further and further I got from God, the more I felt like I don't need him and I'm sufficient by myself. And so 
there was a moment that on my way, I was, I had an electric skateboard and I was skateboarding to LCBO, which is the local liquor, liquor store. And as I was skateboarding there, I was skateboarding around a car. That car decided to back up. They hit me. I fell off my skateboard. I aggressively hit my head on the pavement. The car drove away and I screamed. Um, the ambulance was called. I was rushed to the hospital. They they gave me stitches across my eyebrow and I turned out I had a concussion. And at first the concussion actually wasn't that bad. Like I didn't feel that bad. It was just painful. However, I began to see I began to see what happened after the concussion through symptoms of OCD. So I began to have these intrusive thoughts, terrible, terrible thoughts, thoughts about hurting people I love, thoughts about sexual, um, doing sexual things to people I should not be thinking about that, thoughts about running people over, thoughts that I did not want to have. They were intrusive. A normal person may have an intrusive thought like this and just brush it off. However, with OCD, you tend to ruminate on these thoughts and I could not get rid of them. The OCD was driving me crazy. I was going insane to the point where I was in the car driving, having thoughts like this, and I fully stopped the car, began screaming, screaming at myself to stop thinking, just stop. I couldn't do it anymore. That was my lowest moment. Alcohol, drugs, weed, pornography, nothing could heal the brokenness in my mind and in my heart. And nothing could, could remove that emptiness that I felt because I really did feel empty. I felt so empty and I was filling that emptiness with drugs, with alcohol, with porn, which guess what? It did nothing. It didn't help my emptiness. It didn't help anything. And finally, in the midst of my brokenness, my, at the time, girlfriend, Nicole, who is now my wife, she inspired me to come back to God. Now, we were both not very um, religious, though we grew up in that Christian background, both of us. And she had the idea to start incorporating prayer and Bible reading into our relationship. This was very early into our relationship, um, just a month into dating, and we were not doing it the right way. And of course, I was struggling with everything I just mentioned, and she didn't know about that. But she she proposed the idea that we start reading and praying. And I said, you know what? Sure. Why not? We might as well, like if we're in a Christian, it's two Christians in a relationship, we might as well do this the right way. We might as well do it God's way. And this is the point that brought me back to God through my relationship, which at one point I wanted a relationship for physical pleasure. At this point, God wanted this relationship for me to bring me back to him. And he used the addictions. He used all the hurt and every everything in my life to bring me back to him. 
And so we began reading, we began praying. And I remember breaking down in my room, asking God for help because I read Philippians, the verse that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I remember reading that verse and breaking down, crying and asking God to help me to remove the anxieties, the thoughts, the evil from my mind, and to bring me his perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. I asked for forgiveness. I asked for help. And don't get me wrong, just because I asked for forgiveness and help, doesn't mean all of a sudden I was cleansed from my addictions, but it was the turning point for me. That turning point is what brought me back to God. And I think we see a lot of turning points in people in the Bible as well. Something I'm going to be talking about in the future episode is the turning point in Genesis 38 in Judah's life. But that's for a future episode. So this turning point brought me back to him. That was the beginning of 2021. January 3rd is when I broke down, asked God for help. And again, don't get me wrong, I didn't all of a sudden get healed. But I remember in the moments of prayer, I felt his perfect peace that surpassed all understanding. And that's when I knew that God's word was true, that he was faithful and that he was there. Because I simply prayed and asked God for help. And in that moment, I felt his peace. And part of me was still living in my sin. I was reading and praying. And every once in a while, I would still smoke, um, thinking that it's okay. God made weed. God made, God made all these things, and they're okay. But the further, the closer and closer I got to God, the more I began to see and become aware of my sin. And the less I wanted to indulge in that sin. Don't get me wrong, it was difficult. It was very difficult to let go of it. But the closer I got to God, the more I became aware of my sinfulness and the more I wanted to rely on him instead. And that leads me to where I am today. I started personal training, but more so, I'm an advocate for healthy Christian living. And not just the body, but mind, spirit, emotional living, everything. As a, as a coach, I do help people with their bodies, of course. And the body is super important. God created these bodies. And not only did he create them, but he bought them back with a price. So they're, they're his times two, you know? And he paid something for them. And it cost him something. And we are to cherish and take care and be stewards of the bodies that he gave us. And I'm completely for that, but it extends to more than that because the more we take care of our bodies, the more we're able to love him and serve him and serve his people. The more we're able to serve our families and our church and our communities, the healthier we are when we do these things. And so I created this program, the Healthy Christian Project, so that I can help others who have struggled the way I have to steward their bodies to steward their minds, 
and everything they have in their lives for God. And so here I am, and this is my testimony. This is what I've been through. And as we explore others' testimonies and see their turning points and see what they've been through, I want you to begin to think about your own life. What have you been through in your life that caused you to come running back to God? Or if you're maybe even in the middle of that turning point right now, I encourage you to look up and thank God amidst your circumstances, which might be difficult, very difficult. You might be suffering with a health problem or relationship problems or financial problems or emotional or mental problems. But that's God using your circumstances to bring him back to you, to break your attachment to this earth, to make him trust you. To make you trust him, my bad. And so here we are at the end of this podcast episode. I'd like to thank you, my faithful listener, if you did listen. And I want you to pray as I pray over you and ask God to work through you through your body, through your mind, through your soul, and to touch you and to heal you as you do and learn and learn to grow and do his will. Father, we thank you that you've given us this opportunity to come before you to share our testimonies of how you used our circumstances, our brokenness, and brought us back to you, healed us, and ultimately showed us your love as you showed it through Christ in his suffering on the cross. You showed it through our brokenness and how you've learned to how we've learned to come and depend and trust on you. So Lord help us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your presence that we may become stewards of our bodies that you've entrusted to us, that we may learn to live healthy lives and to take care of these bodies, to take care of our minds and to learn deep health, deep healthy living. And ultimately that we can depend on you and not depend on ourselves, that we may not become attached to this world but that we may attach ourselves to you, our rock and our salvation. Thank you for this opportunity. And I pray that the listener on the other side of this podcast, whoever they are, that you work in them and through them and fill them with your love, your peace, your joy. Amen. Thank you for joining and join us next time as we talk either about Genesis 38 the turning point in Judah's life, or about my mentor, Krista Baker, and her testimony. This is Eli Samaha signing off. God bless you all. And talk soon.